Hello, everyone, and welcome to Oops, I Dad It Again, a podcast by dads, about dads, but for everyone. My name is Matt, and I'm a dad. And it's just me for right now. Uh, as of this recording, uh, Ben and Sean are actually in the hospital awaiting the birth of their son. So we're excited. But I'm not alone. I, I won't make you all listen to me by myself. We have a fantastic guest with us. His name is Tanner. And interestingly enough, I uh, got to know Tanner through meeting his wife at a uh, conference that I was at this past fall, and she was sharing a little bit about their story and just thought that Tanner would be a fantastic guest on our show. So Tanner, welcome. We are so glad to have you here tonight. Thanks. I'm, I'm excited to I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to finally get to meet you. We've been emailing for a little while, and so it's good to <laughs> be able to sit down and finally chat. Yeah, this is great. And I think, like I said, you know, we have such a really, you have such a really interesting story Mm -hmm. uh, to share. And I'm just, you know, really excited to kind of get into it. And I think it even touches on a little bit on my life too. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, you know, feel free to, uh, you can talk about your family and Sarah if you'd like, but really just want to get to know you and uh, share a little bit about your story. Sure. Yeah. I, well, I was telling you right before we hit, hit record that this is a different kind of podcast for me. Usually I, I hop on podcasts to talk about what I do for work. I'm an I'm a author, a poet, and a speaker. I get to travel around the country uh, sharing poetry at churches and schools and coffee shops, all these different things. Uh, but then in, in November, I became a dad. We, uh, Congratulations. We, thank you. Yeah, we, uh, we adopted and we are are, are so thrilled, just so thrilled. I mean, everyone's been asking, like, how are things going? How are things going? But like, I'm just wonderfully exhausted and beyond thankful. You know, like, that's really, that's really what yeah. it is. And so our, our journey to becoming parents was, uh, was, you know, through uh, infertility and then through adoption. So that's where, yeah. that's where we're at now. That's fantastic. Well, again, thanks for sharing your story here t- uh, on this episode. First off, I just have to ask, what's it what's it been like? You're what two two ish months in now? Yeah, uh, on a, two months today. So he was oh, wow. he was born uh, November fifth, and now it's January seventh. We're recording this, so he came home yeah. on uh, on November. And we're I mean, it's been it's been fantastic. We we've we feel like we're hitting these rhythms. Of course, you know, like most parents, we are we're tired, but it's it's the good kind, um, and we're we're learning a lot. You know about each other, about our son Judah, about uh, just all the things that 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 come with being being new at something. Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. Very, I'm uh, so so Sarah. You know, before before Judah came home, she was she was a mom without a child, and I okay. have okay. always wanted to be a dad. But like, she grew up babysitting. You know, she had nieces mm-hmm. and nephews that she got to you know be around when they were really young. When we brought Judah home, I was like, you know, the first time I ever changed a diaper was the first <laughs> night that he came home. And I was like, oh I'm gosh. not doing this right. I know I'm not for sure. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's been a big, a big learning curve. And I feel like I'm just, uh, every day I'm learning so much about not only what it means to be a dad, but like what it means to be just a human, like a man. Uh, yeah. He's, yeah. he's already, he's already a great teacher for me. <laughs> That I mean, that's wonderful. It it seems like, um, and, and I'd love to hear have you share a little bit about this. But it seems like you guys kind of went from 
like zero to 60. There was no, <laughs> no real ramp up. Do you want to kind of talk about your process, like how it, how it all happened? Yeah. So we, uh, we've been in this, we were in the adoption process for a little over, a little over a year. And so we, uh, wrestled and walked through, and I guess we still are like infertility is one of those things that's, um, it's, it's very difficult to kind of put into words, uh, to find the, to find the language for it. Um, mm-hmm. and so we, and that's, frustrating for me because I'm a writer and so I'm like we should be able to you know put oh, this into words yeah, yeah. but like it's just uh, there's a there's a lot of, um, of of grief and barriers and uncertainty that come al- come along with uh, you know we were diagnosed with unexplained infertility which is like the doctor's mm, way of wow. saying should be should be happening it's just not but will you still pay us the money for telling you that? Uh, and so we did. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so, so we walked through that for about th- three years, uh, and then okay. we began the adoption process um, a little over, I guess, a year, year and a half ago. And one of the things they tell you, or at least they were telling us, was, hey, uh, you know, you, you could be selected at any moment. You just never know what uh, oh, wow. the, what birth mom, birth, birth family is going through and, and who they are looking for. And... Okay. Uh, the way that the, the process works is, you know, we would see these profiles of, of birth moms, of birth families, and we would learn about these these children and we'd be able to say uh, yes to the profile based on uh, does it fit kind of like our, you know, our timeline, what we're able to handle uh, and all these sure. kind of things. And so uh, we were saying, you know, yes and no to these profiles over the last, you know, six, seven, eight months. Um, oh, wow. Okay. And, you know, and in those profiles, it'll, it'll, it'll say things like, you know, the, the, it'll have the due date and some, and usually it's the third trimester. So it's like, you know, you have two and a half months or you have a week, two days, whatever wow. it may be. And in Judah's case, oh it gosh. was, it was a little bit less than, I think when we had seen the profile, I mean, we had about two, two weeks or so and, okay. uh, we wow. prayed about it, read through it. Yeah said yes, we're excited about it. And then once that happens, you just kind of leave it up into God's hands and you just kind of wait for the response. And when, um, and we hadn't heard anything for a while and usually you you kind of give your response and you hear you've been selected or you haven't uh, within a couple of days. And we felt like we were just waiting, waiting, waiting. Sure. Anyways, yeah. so Sarah goes off. She has a, a, a work meeting, uh, another state away. So I'm home alone. It's Sunday okay. morning. I'm sitting there. Uh, our dog, our dog is, a, we have a golden doodle named Pancake. He's having these <laughs> stomach issues, man. I mean, we love him. He loves my wife. Sarah leaves town and he's like, has anxiety now because she's gone, oh, which no. is a fun thing. So his stomach's <laughs> doing all these things. It's Sunday morning. I don't want to come home to a mess. So I'm like, I stay home from church. This is me confessing. I stay home from church. And yeah. so he... <laughs> We're hanging, out, we're hanging out, and I'm sitting there, and my phone, my phone rings from the uh, from our agency, and they it's a it's a text to to Sarah and I and, and the agency, and they say, "I hear you, are you free? We need to talk." Oh and Sarah's gosh. in a different state; she's yeah. she's six hours away, and so we're we're we hop on the call, and they you know they say, "Hey, you've you've been selected, you've been chosen to be parents." Oh my gosh! It's a Sunday morning, oh my gosh. and we're like, "Oh my goodness, that's amazing." And then they say, all right, he's, the baby's, and we don't even know the genders. Baby's going to be born tonight. <laughs> We're like, oh, my oh, gosh. oh, really, tonight. Okay. Uh, and so we, we say, oh, yes, you know, of course, we're, we're, we're all in. This is, the, this is the phone call we've been waiting for. This is the, the prayer we've been praying, hoping it will be yeah. answered, and we don't know when or how or, or by who. 
uh, Sarah, Sarah drives home. We send out a couple of texts to our friend. And we, we, all we have is a car seat, by the way. Like, that's okay. all we have. We don't, <laughs> yeah, when ask, people have yeah. kids, you know, people are like, you know, find out they're pregnant. Like, they're like, oh, we got to set up a nursery, you know. For yeah. us with infertility, um, they recommend, hey, maybe you don't want to set up a nursery because it might be sitting there for two years, like sure. empty. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah that's, that's a lot, that's a lot to, it's a lot to handle, it's a lot to hold. So all we had was a car seat for these, for this like, you know, uh, drop in last minute kind of thing. So yeah. we're sitting on the couch and uh, that night Sarah gets home or, or I should back up. I sent, this is just the, the cool thing for us. I send that, we send out a text to about four people in, in our, in our like community here and they just mm-hmm. start bringing stuff over and, and they've all had kids, oh one, two or three kids. And they're just like dropping things off, handing us things, giving us stuff. And they're just like turning our, you know, not baby ready house into a more than ready baby house. Like we look, it looks like a, you know, the target uh, baby section just kind of like threw up inside <laughs> of our house, which was amazing. Oh my you know? goodness. And so Sarah yeah. comes home and we're sitting on the couch that night and our, uh, our adoption, our, our counselor, she's, she's texting us. She goes, Hey, do you know, do you want to know the, you want to know the gender? And so we're like, mm. we do. So we like, you know, what do you think? You know, what do you think? And it's a boy and we're, so excited and we start looking at names and thinking okay what are we gonna you know what's he gonna who's he gonna we're gonna call him and then when they send us a picture of him and we just like lose our minds and it's it's the craziest (laughs) thing to like see your child for the first time via text um oh i'm sure but we were just like losing it on the couch together and so and then so that was that and then you know two days later he was in our house um and it was it was so fast it was so wild it, I had a can I had a, a tour in Texas that I was going to do at about three or four gigs that I was going to do down in Texas, and I had to cancel all of them. And it oh was the easiest gosh. decision I ever made. So that's kind of like the the quick backstory for uh, for how Judah uh, came home uh, to us. Wow. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I sometimes I'm like, man, you know what? Nine months was not enough for me, especially like to get into that mental space. And you had literally like what two days. Yeah, it was like it was like sixty. Like it was. I mean, we got the phone call at nine a.m. on Sunday morning at like nine a.m. and he was home uh, uh, Tuesday by one o'clock. You know, it was just like it was so it was so fast, and you know, it's it's a uh, the the to get to that point to go through all of the the grief and the heartache and the the wondering and the searching and the praying and then for it to be to be going so slow and then all of a sudden it is you go from from feeling like you're standing still to a dead on sprint you know yeah from yeah. from the thing you're praying for to have to 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 that prayer being answered and now it's just like go begin yeah. continue and right. and so it's i don't know we are like I said at the beginning, we're just like beyond thankful to to I'm be sure. given the opportunity to to raise Judah. Yeah, you know to be his his parents. Wow. It's wild. A, I mean, it's just it's wild. Like I said, it's I feel like I didn't have enough time in some ways <laughs> um, to to prep. And it's actually interesting. I was thinking as you were kind of talking through your story, I was like, in, in a way, it's it must be kind of nice to not have all that time because mm-hmm. it's like you just do it right mm-hmm. you just you jump into it a hundred thousand whatever a million percent like <laughs> you and sarah are and 
and you you never really have that time because I think sometimes time can be your worst enemy. You know, you start thinking of all the things that I don't know could go wrong or could sure. be hard mm-hmm. or all the changes that are are pending mm-hmm. uh, on your life as a new parent and you really you didn't have that time. I yeah. mean, you had a lot of time to think. Obviously, yeah, for sure. A lot of things, but in terms of welcoming your child um, into your house, it's just like you did, and now you're you're living it. And it sounds like you're you guys are doing great. <laughs> yeah, I would I would say we're we're doing great. And and the the time thing is it's so interesting because like I mean like I said you know the the three plus years of of waiting uh, and then the the adoption process. One of the interesting things that we were kind of, that that was shared with us was like our our labor looks very different. Like we had mm-hmm. this like waiting and then like, I mean, the amount adoption is such a, a, a beautiful thing, but it is, there are a lot of things that you have to do in order to get to a place where you are able to adopt. It is background sure. checks and paperwork. And for us, like we got to like, you know, go to a conference and, and learn all these things. And, and we did all these videos and it's just, it's a lot, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's a different kind of, kind of labor, but it's all. Yeah, it's all it's all it's all worth it and more. Like I would do it again and again and again if it meant yeah. you know, that we were able to bring Judah into our house. And so it's of course. Um but yeah, there, there was a it was a lot of time. It was a lot of time. And but it was good it was good, I think, for for us to where it was, Hey, your child's being born tonight. You'll need to bring him home in two days. Rather than, hey, you've been, you know, chosen and in two and a half months, the baby will be born. It was kind of nice for us to where we didn't even have to have, you know, those two months of, of waiting and, and, and preparing and, you know, our, our, our mind's going to be changed or, or what could go, what could happen. Uh, for us, it was yeah. like a healthy baby's being born tonight and you'll be yeah. his, his father. So right. it wow. was, it, yeah, I mean, the way, the way that uh, it was all orchestrated, the way that God was slow until he wasn't was just mind-blowing to me you know yeah i can only imagine (laughs) it is nuts Um, yeah i I mean it's it's such a beautiful story but at the same time it must feel like you're just in the middle of like a whirlwind (laughs) right yeah yeah it's I, i i cannot imagine what that's like um but again you guys it's it sounds like judah has the perfect parents. So congratulations. Yeah, we are, you know, we're really thankful and it's, uh, it's been fun to like navigate all of the changes. And, you know, I think one of the things people say, you know, like what's like, what's been like the hardest, hardest part for you? And I was like, well, yeah, you know, it was kind of, it was a drop in situation. I didn't have time to, uh, work ahead or change my schedule or, uh, like, uh, transition into a new routine it was like everything stops now get get ready you know we didn't have time to get get the house ready the way we wanted to but it all it all worked out you know as cliches it may sound the way it it, it was supposed to and it it was just like you know you're given this opportunity and i don't know it's it's different when you i guess navigate life with uh like with gratitude you know, because mm-hmm. you know, going through the the sea, the the years of infertility, there's not there. To be honest, not it was hard to be grateful for most. Oh, for any, it was just you know, it's just when you have grief or when you're carrying around this heaviness or this constant uncertainty, like walking through that is, 
No, it's, 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 it's like para- it's paralyzing, you know, it's the same way, yeah, you know, in, yeah. in same, same way we talk about like mental health, depression, anxiety, those yeah. kind of things. Like yeah. it just changes the way you navigate the world and, you know, having Judah here, you know, like I just can't help but be thankful. Sure. I'm tired. Sure. Like yeah. it's not, <laughs> it's not easy. Sure. I have to change my schedule again and again and again, but right. like, I wouldn't, I'm happy. I'm happy that it is yeah. the way that it is. That's great. Do you, um, do you mind kind of sharing what your, the, the process of adoption was like for you and Sarah, like in terms of like you, you were just mentioning, <clears throat> you know, like all of the work that it takes in the background. Can you kind of walk us through that process, what that's like? Yeah. Um, so we were, we had been talking about, okay, you know, what's, what's next for us. We, we've always wanted to be, always wanted to be parents, um, you know, it was one of the things that really drew us to each other while we were dating was, you know, the, the mm-hmm. excitement of what it'd be like to not just be husband and wife, but to be uh, mom and dad to, to a child or children or whatever it may be. Um, and so for us, we were led towards adoption and kind of what that looked like for us is we went through uh, this, an agency based out of Birmingham called uh, Lifeline Children's Services. And we chose this, um, agency for uh, several reasons is uh, it's a, it's a Christ centered uh, agency, but their uh, focus is towards birth moms. And so they want mm. to care for them, love them, uh, make sure every, everything is healthy. And, you know, it, and it, they, if they, if the, if mom chooses a, an adoption plan, uh, that's really where we would be able to get involved. But their, their main focus was to make sure that everything was healthy, that the bomb was healthy and that she was in a good place and that she was getting the, her, her needs were being met. Um, and so we were, we were led to them and, and, and they were absolutely fantastic. Um, but, you know, to get to the point where we were then able to be selected, uh, by a birth mom or birth parents, you know, it was, um, we had several, uh, background checks done. We had a background check done in like every state we've lived in. We did. Oh I mean, the 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 number of questions we had to answer. We had to basically create an entire biography. You know, it was, wow. uh, and in some ways, it was similar to that of like a uh, like a getting a new job. Like we had references. We had. Um, References from past bosses, uh, places of employment, oh uh, uh, the church that we're part of, like all the, yeah. you know, just, they, they, you know, they really do care about who they're, you know, working with and the, the, to make sure that they go through, they jump through all the hoops, like they know they've seen things and it's that, uh, we had to get physicals. We had to be, make sure that we oh were like, yeah, I mean, um, it was that, uh, it was, you know, and then also on top of it, it was like the, the money side of things as well. It's not, it is not a cheap thing to, um, it's not cheap to adopt. Um, and that's for a lot of the, yeah. the legal purposes and working with agencies and, and their fees. Um, and, you know, as you're going through it, you're like, this is a lot of money. Like, you know, why, you know, why? And there, there are reasons why, and it probably shouldn't be as expensive as it is, but that's just kind of the way that the world is. Uh, and so right, you, right. you say, okay, I'm going to, we'll find the money. We'll make that happen. And, yeah. you know, for us, we did like a GoFundMe and our friends and, uh, just family were extremely generous and helpful to help us get to the place that we're at. 
Um, but yeah. the, the process is long and, you know, we would have someone come do a home study and, and, and we sat down with us, you know, they, uh, our, our caseworker would come like three times and just to make sure our house was ready to do sit down interviews with us, to talk with us together as a couple. And then as individuals, like, I mean, honestly, I feel like, I feel like I was being interviewed for a job for the FBI. Like, yo, they know everything about yeah. us. Like there's nothing yeah. that is hidden. There's nothing that they don't know. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, tax records and all the things to make sure you're financially okay. It's, yeah. it's, it's a lot, man. It is a lot, but it's, but it's, um, you know, as we were going through it, like I mentioned earlier, like this is our labor, you know, this is mm-hmm. the thing that we're, yeah. we are doing, um, so that we can, you know, have a family so that we can love a child who is looking to be cared for. Um, yeah. for, uh, you know, to give a birth mom peace of mind that their child is in a home where their parents have done background checks and are financially doing all, you know, just fine enough to have a family, you know, like all these things. And so, yeah, it was, wow. it was definitely a, a, a long road to get to this place. Um, but for the, for the person who might be listening be like, I'm interested in, in adoption. Oh, that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is. But like, so is having a child. And doing this now and sure. taking your time and walking through all of it, like, it's great. It's great. It's, you know, and, and, it, and it also, it like, it, it prepares you for what is to come. So it's all worth it. I think, yeah, that, your analogy of of all of the work through the adoption process is being your labor. That it, Like, I can just relate to that mm-hmm. so well. I guess the caveat being that I did not, I was not the one in labor. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, sure. You know, but, yeah. but you know, that, that shared experience, I think, um, and just the, the work I think that goes into it. I, I definitely like resonate with that, that analogy. And that's, that's it. because uh, to be honest, as, as being, um, uh, a father of two naturally conceived and born children mm-hmm. of my own, like, I can't, I couldn't really relate to what you have gone through, but by using this analogy, I'm like, yes, okay. This, it like, it makes so much mm-hmm. more sense yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, so thank you. That's, that's a, uh, like, just frames it really well. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like, uh, you, you decide to adopt. And so you put your name down and then you're, you know, it's not, it wasn't, it wasn't, it's yeah. not, it's not it's not a quick process, but the process is the process because it needs to be, it needs to be that way. And it just, it it prepares you as you, you know, as you watch videos and as you, you know, we watched videos with, um, with birth moms who had created an adoption plan and I got to hear, you know, hear their story. You know, why did they Mm -hmm. create an adoption plan? What, what matters to them? What is it that they, they're going through, you know, emotionally, spiritually like the grief that they carry the joy that they they hold like all these different things and so you know it's 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 so important at least you know from uh from where i'm coming from is like i want to know as much as i can so that i can not only care and love for our child but to honor and respect and you know how can i pray for for judah's birth mom you know, like all yeah. of, all of these yeah. things and, 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 you know, holding it together. And, you know, one of the, one of the unique things about, um, ad- adopting, um, uh, domestically and, and, you know, some adoptions are open and some, some choose to be closed. Now it's, it's more right. common for the adoption to be open. And when, when I say that it means like that you can have a relationship with the birth family 
And yep. um, now that we we have that, we're able to you know create this relationship where as Judah grows, he's able to know his birth mom. You know, yeah. it's so it's gonna it's gonna look like the conversations that we have at our house are gonna look different than maybe the conversations that happen at at your house. Uh, yeah, of course. But it's course. it's I don't know, man. It's it it's just beautiful. Uh, it's just beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It, it. I mean, it. It's truly a blessing, and I think it's just by hearing all of all of your story or more of your story. It just sounds like you know you have you have a wonderful support system. You have um, uh, just, just a wonderful supportive wife, obviously too, to, to go on this journey together. Um, yeah. and just, uh, it's just amazing. So thanks for sharing all of that. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's been a joy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to get too into the weeds or too, too, too sad on this, but you know, I, I know you'd mentioned your, um, struggles with infertility, uh, you and Sarah, and so I think my, really my question is, you know, if, if our listeners have people that they know that are struggling with it, mm-hmm. um, what, what can people do to be the most supportive, um, in, in that type of situation? I think, I think that, you know, it, it's different. It'll be different for everybody. I think one of the things yeah. that I, I can say what, what we appreciated is, um, people not like ignoring it, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you know, it, it's not one of these things that you like what you, you broadcast. I mean, some people might, but right. like, we right. weren't people who were like going around telling everybody, you know, but like, you know, they, it's, it's hard to, um, bring up vulnerable things with people. Um, but if you have a relationship with somebody and you know, you know, they're walking through infertility, or maybe you don't know, and they're you know you think that they might be like I, I think that it's okay to 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 say hey you know you know what's going on or you know if you're like you know a yeah. Christian like how can we be praying for this can we be talking about this like yeah. Yeah. it's it's not something that you, needs to be ignored I, I think we we kind of get to, some people just don't want to talk about the heavy things and the hard things or the vulnerable things and I think those are the those are the important things that we need to be talking about so our friends who when we you know we share with them or they learned that we were, you know, struggling with infertility is well, how y'all doing? You know, what's, yeah. you know, and, and, and yeah. what's that, what is that like? And then the other thing is like, if, if you have kids, let, let them be around your kids. Like they, mm. and it might be hard, like it, it, yeah. and it might, and they might say no, or they may not be able to handle that. But like, just because they do not have children does not mean they don't want to be around kids. Like for right, us, right. all we wanted for years was to be parents. And it was really hard. You know, it's, it's, it's a hard thing when all of your friends begin to have kids where like, I had to not get on the internet. And I, most of my work is like, my, <laughs> my job as a writer is to put things on the internet. So every time I get right. on, it'd be like a new person is announcing that they are, that they are pregnant. And like mm-hmm. when you have friends who are walking through infertility, um, your joy of another person is, is kind of hard. So that like, yeah. and we want to share in that joy with you, but you also have to share in our grief with us. You have to yeah. like, yeah. You, ca- you carry our grief and we get to also carry your joy. We have to be able to hold these things together because a lot of infertility is holding two opposing emotions together at the same time. Um, 
you know, and it's just, it's just being gentle with somebody who's hurting. And it kind of goes back to the person yeah. who's like, you know, whether they've lost a parent or a child or a pet or whatever, maybe somebody who's walking through something difficult and hard of like, well, how can I join you in that? How can I sit with you in this? Um, and then like, I don't know, well, I, we have friends and, and they were like, Hey, we're going to the park with our kid. Would you like to come too? Yes. Yeah. I want to spend yeah. time around on a good day. I do. And some days I have, we had bad days where it was like, I, the last thing I want to do is think about being a parent. And when I'm around other children, that makes it difficult. So it's, it's a, it's, 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 you know, it, it's hard. It's a hard thing. And you know, now people are like, well, now at least now you have a kid and be like, yeah, but there's still the grief, you know, still the grief of that. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I, this is a terrible example because it's different, but like for somebody who had a dog and their dog passed away and they were sad about it and then they got a new dog, sadness doesn't go away. It's yeah. still there. Yep. It's still there, but we still continue. And so even with that, like we're still walking through infertility, but we also have, we have joy. You know, we have this new yes. joy and we get to raise this incredible young son. So, you know, there's, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. This is, like yeah. I said, I usually, when I hop on podcasts, I'm talking about poetry <laughs> and, and writing, not talking about necessarily infertility, but like, yeah. um, for the listener who's either walking through infertility or, or infertility or knows somebody who is like, it's hard. And if you, uh, you're not going to make a mistake by caring, caring right. is never right. a mistake. Right. And so yeah. how can you join them in that space and help care for their grief? And a lot of times that just looks like an invitation uh, into, into your life as well. So, yeah. Oh, that's great. You know, it's, I think the misconception is you, you can only be happy or sad, right? Yeah. But the reality is you can live in both spaces mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. And so that, how how you've again just framed all of this in your journey and and what you and Sarah have gone through is is so relatable um and just and just appreciate you being so open about everything <laughs> oh sure you know that's it isn't you know this <laughs> uh life is just a weird heavy thing full of all these unknowns and things you didn't see coming yeah and so it's like Every day. <laughs> it's i know and it's and so then how can you know the community that you have, the people that you have, how can they, they join you in that? How can you join them where they're at? And it's like, you know, let's not ignore the thing that's really, really difficult. You know, I sat down, I, yeah. I was hanging out with a friend the other night. I've known him for five years now. He has two kids. And this is the first, and I, you know, I said, you know, how, like, how are things going? They say, everything's fine. Everything's good. And I was like, all right, cool. But that's, and then, you know, five minutes later, I was like, all right, man, how are you really doing? <laughs> You know, I think yeah, that's the yeah. thing is like, you have to ask the question twice, sometimes three times. How are you doing? And then you get through the pleasantries and then it's like, well, how, how are you really doing? And, you know, and he was like, having two kids is exhausting. And I thought I was going to yeah. be doing so much better than I am, but I'm just like struggling. And sometimes that's all the person needs to say is need yeah. to like yeah. make that be known. And so, you know, when, as we walk through infertility, people say, you know, how are you doing with that? It's like, it's hard. And I hate it, you know, and yep. now I can say yeah. it's hard. I hate it. And I'm so thankful for the kindness of God to grow our family with Judah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. 
It's interesting. I think, you know, society, unfortunately, there's just stereotypes or just mindsets around these issues. I think about infertility. I think about miscarriages. Um, and it's it's just too bad we don't talk about it more mm-hmm. in society. And yeah. I don't want to say normalize it because I don't think that's that's not it should not be normal right yeah um but it should be talked about and i think when um people like yourselves are are willing to talk about it and be open i i I just remember meeting sarah you know and it wasn't our first conversation and it wasn't our third it was it was closer to one of our final conversations She, she was sharing a little about about all of this um it just like it opened my eyes because it is not something that we talk about, yeah. you know, generally. Um, mm-hmm. And I was just so thankful that she felt comfortable um, to be open and to, to talk about it. Uh, yeah. And, so, I, and I would even add into that, too, like the uh, the person who is single who does not want to be single. You know, it's yep. like and that and yep. like, I mean, you you know, we anytime I was thinking about this earlier. You know, anytime you go into like a coffee shop or a bar, whatever it is, like you walk in there and there's all these different stories of people and they're all, they're all going through, they're all going through something, have gone through something are working through something or, you know, like they have, you know, like for me, like, like I, you know, infertility is a, is a word that you could, you know, put on me, you know, and I mean, your story is unique in itself as well. And like, you're continuing to, to walk through all of those the questions and the wondering and the how and the why and all of those things. And so it's like, how can we, you know, step into step forward with like vulnerability and, you know, I guess kind of, yeah, normalize it, but not normalize it. I get what you're saying. I I agree. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Cause I don't want what you have gone, what you and Sarah have gone through is incredibly hard and I don't think it should be normal. I don't want people to feel like, Oh, well it's just like, they're just going through it and it's fine. It, yeah. because it's not fine. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's why I was like, well, maybe let's not normalize it. But, yeah. um, I think just that understanding that every person that you see, every person that you interact with has some, something that they're carrying around. There's, there's weight, mm-hmm. um, there's ups and downs in everybody's lives. Yeah. And, um, don't don't assume, right? I yeah. think that's just kind of uh, kind of a, a good rule to follow. You know, you don't know what somebody's uh, carrying that day or struggling with, um, so just be nice. Yeah, <laughs> just be nice and yeah. and caring and understanding and, um, and and I think you're you brought up a great point too. Like you have to ask like two or three times, especially clo- even close friends. Yeah. Um, the how are you doing? And it's like how are you really doing? Yeah. Um, and I'm I am that guy that brushes. Oh, I'm fine. Everything's good. Oh, it's we're, just an automatic answer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing great. Yeah. Why uh, would you think I'm not doing fine? Do you think something's wrong? Because exactly. something is wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so funny. I there's I mean just so many things with our society these days that I'm just like I can't really wrap my brain around. But they've become these these norms, and we yeah. just all kind of you know keep plugging through. So, yeah. And I think one, you know, one of the hard things for us as we were, as we walked through navigate or as we were navigating infertility before Jude, and it's a little bit different afterwards was like the, the way that we would just put, um, parents and families in this like greater category of life, you know? And I think there's a lot of, 
you know, a lot of people who like, maybe that's what they wanted, but that's not the way that life turned out for them. You know, they, you know, the growing up, they thought, okay, I'm going to, you know, be married and have kids. And well, that, yep. you know, that didn't happen. And I'm feeling, I'm feeling behind and left out. And so mm-hmm. how do we include those who feel like they're behind and left out, you know, to be part of the thing and to not like, oh, it's the best if you're this or this. It's like, no, like you're just, we're all figuring things out and life hands is different 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 things Um, yeah 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 i mean yeah it's it's uh (laughs) and you as when you go through something vulnerable or you go through grief or these seasons of heaviness you also become pretty good at listening and you hear the things that other people say you know it's like when i would you know before i uh (laughs) you know people say oh you have kids like no i don't have kids and like oh i've got three do you want one of them and it's like i would you know man i don't know if we want to say that out loud that may not be the best the best way to move forward so it's like you know you you kind of hear these things differently and you're making these mental notes of okay like that that could be a hard thing to hear for somebody who's walking through something difficult you know and so like how do we pick and choose our words in a way that's going to be reflecting grace and invitation rather than just being like i I know the man i know that guy didn't mean it you know the guy i met at a party two years ago i know he didn't mean that but yes i would take one of the kids you know like you don't understand so you know thinking about all those things as you as you speak about what's happening at home that's i it's that hits home for me i think um because man i you know there's there are days we have two kids Mm -hmm. um a three and one year old and there are days where I'm like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. maybe you are not as much of a blessing as I uh, <laughs> originally thought. But, mm-hmm. you know, by talking to you and, and hearing about all of this, it's such a great reminder that we should be counting and, and being thankful for our blessings every day. And, you know, I, a couple episodes, um, Ben and I were actually talking about our our paths uh, um becoming our our wives becoming pregnant and Mm -hmm. expecting and all of that and both of us had very relatively easy experiences um and and no hiccups Mm -hmm. um no miscarriages nothing like that and you know i think we both realized in that moment we were like wow we have to we should be so incredibly thankful yeah it that was very that was easy for us yeah um so yeah it's it's a good reminder just to be careful and 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 that because I I know I've said that to somebody else you know oh yeah my kids you know yeah um yeah so I I, I get that <laughs> yeah it's I mean it's it's definitely you know the things that you go through uh, change the way that you continue to move forward and the, and the things that you the things that you pick up on are the things that you hear and like, don't hear me say that I don't think hard days are ahead for Sarah and I as we raise a child. Like, I know it's yeah. going to be hard. I know it's going to be, you know, and that's another thing. One of my friends came by, he's like, and he's like, I know your, your, uh, road to getting here looks different. And I know you're really thankful right now. And he goes, and when things get hard, you're allowed to say that things are hard, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and cause that's, that's part of it too. It's like, you know, when, when my friends, uh, as they, you know, a couple of years ago, they go, oh, it's so hard. It's so hard. I, I, I understand that. Like I get that. But I was like, all I want is the heart. You know, like your difficulty, Mm -hmm. your, the hardship that you're walking through, there is somebody out there who would do anything to have that, you know? And and that's just like that, that for me just kind of like, you know, changes 
uh, maybe my mindset or how we move forward. Uh, you know, I still remember the the first night because it wasn't too long ago, but I remember the first night that Judah was home. <laughs> not too long ago, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But he was just <laughs> like, he was screaming. He was not. Mm-hmm. And it turns out he was cold. Like, okay. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> didn't realize that for like three days, which that's fine. Yeah. But like, that's he right. just needed his hat. He just needed a hat on. That's all he needed. Okay. Uh, but he was just not, he was just screaming and it was... 2 a.m. in the morning and I did all the I did all the the five S's you know it was like well I'll give uh, him something to suck on you know you know yep. shush him like oh you know sway swing whatever like all these things like not yep, working yep. at all and I just was like you know what you are you are having the worst time and I am just so thankful right now mm. uh, and it was you know that thankfulness lasted about five minutes because I was like oh you gotta yeah. stop but like <laughs> but it was just like <laughs> this is the thing that we have been waiting for. And, you know, the, it is just, I was just so thankful and so tired and that's how I'm going to be for a while. Yeah. And I'm still going to be frustrated, yeah. but like, you know, yeah. So yeah, adoption well, is, adoption is certainly a, a beautiful thing. Uh, and, uh, we have a lot, a lot to learn as we move forward. Yeah. You know, I, I think somebody told me this or I read it somewhere, but it said, um, parenting is hard if you're doing it right and yes. that kind of like it it's it struck something in me i was like yeah that makes a lot of sense you know yeah so it's hard to be intentional you know and it's hard it to like let go of the things that you hold on to so tightly where you know like for me like i love to work i love to come in my mm-hmm. office and or yep. go to the coffee shop and you have to let some of those things go so that you can just sit on the floor as they kick around, you know, yeah. or go to the park, yeah. you know, like the, the new changes in your life, like what a gift because, you know, yeah. at the same time too, you know, you, you talk to those who are 50, 60, 70 years old. And what's the first thing that they say to you is when you have a kid, it goes, it goes by so fast. And it's like, yeah. it, it definitely does. Like you, you take all the things that people say over and over and over again, but like they're, they're true. You know, like I know that this is going to go fast. Uh, and so I only have 18 years, right. Yeah. With him here yeah. before he's <laughs> off doing his thing. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I already feel like I can't believe I have a three and one year old, you know, actually, actually three and a half and one and a half at this point, but it's, it's time's fine. Yeah. Um, so enjoy yeah. it. I know I, I will definitely say it's hard. Um, yeah. but it's, it's, it's wonderful. It's, it's a lot of fun. So what, uh, what's like, what are some of the highlights? What, what are some of the first two months? Like, what are some of the best things that have happened as a dad? As a dad, you know, it's the, it's just those, those, those moments where we're just like the way that life was no longer looks the way that it does, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's just like, well, the three of us are in the living room together. You know, we had, it was, we had Thanksgiving, we had Christmas, we had New Year's. And so it's like, you know, New Year's, it was, uh, so Sarah and I, we've been uh, doing shifts. So like, she'll go to bed, you know, he's on, he's on formula. So it's different with like breastfeeding, Mm -hmm. right? So he's, he go, you know, Sarah goes to bed around nine, eight or nine at night. And then around two or two thirty or three, she gets back up and then she's with him. And so for New Year's, it it was just, he and I were up and it was, you know, 1159 and we're sitting there on the couch and we're <laughs> counting down and 
you know, I gave him a little kiss on the forehead as, you know, clock struck, you know, midnight. And that was, that was that. And that was just a little celebration. And, you know, the, mm-hmm. the thing is, uh, we had prayed and prayed and prayed for just for a child. And every time, every time the hardest holiday for some reason was Halloween. Because on Halloween, really? everybody, yeah, it was the weirdest. This year was just, was so huh. hard because on Halloween, everyone's posting these photos of their kids dressed up yeah. and having fun. Yeah. And it's different than Christmas. Like Christmas, like you you expect it. Like you're like, all right, I know I know not to get on the internet from December twentieth through you know <laughs> January fifteenth. Like I know that you know like I don't I just don't yeah, do yeah. that for my mental health and my sanity. I don't do that. Right. Um, and <laughs> but you know it was really in in. So October 31st, all these pictures, and I'm like, it's just torture. It's killing me. And then five days later, we got a phone call. And so yeah. we got to have Thanksgiving. And we prayed for years that I would be so nice and so kind to God that we would have a child home for Christmas. And for, yeah. year, for yeah. year, year after year after year, like it just didn't happen. And then it did. And we were like, oh, this is so nice. You know, just holding him. Looking at the, you know, Christmas tree was like Disney World for him. Just (laughs) looking at it was like, this is amazing. (laughs) Have you ever seen these lights before? It's great, you know. And so just doing these 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 small like quiet moments were just, Mm. you know, it's the things that like I'm never gonna forget, you know. Yeah, I was gonna say you're never gonna forget New Year's 2024. You know, yeah, that's something that that's cool. I remember those moments more so with uh, with our our daughter who was first, you know, just, I remember I had to like wake up early and grab her. Like, I think it was like five or six and feed her. And then she would go back to sleep on Mm -hmm. me. And I just like, remember those mornings where she would just sleep on me and and just like the sun would be coming up or something. You know, you just things you're never going to forget, you know? Yeah. So it is just, you know, people would be, they would tell me this and they'd be careful to tell me this because they knew our story, but like, it, hey, it's like, it's the best thing ever. Like being, getting to be a dad. And so, you know, doing conversations like this, and, and I'm, I'm sure you, it's mostly like parents who are listening to this, but if the off, the off chance of somebody listening to this, who's not a dad and wants to be one, yeah. I, my, my encouragement for them is to just, just continue, continue to, you know, continue to pray those prayers that are like the ones that you do not want to pray anymore because they're so yeah, hard yeah. or ask somebody to pray them with you or for you. And then just like, you know, take those steps, go to the doctor, get checked out, yep. look yep. into, look into adoption, send me an email. We'll talk about it. You know, like I'll ask those questions, but like, if, if this is the thing and if you want to be a parent, like, man, it's the best. Yeah. It really it really like I, I I said this to a friend the other day was just like I feel like I feel like now I'm finally living, you know. Oh, Tanner, that's great. Yeah, you know, like that's I great. finally feel like this is the thing that I'm supposed to do. And for I mean, I get to travel the country and write. Like my job is, <laughs> my, I got to write poetry. The job, like that's my job, man. You know, so weird, you yeah, know. And so like yeah. there are a lot like you know, but this is the thing that like when I would fall asleep at night, it's like all I wanted. When I woke up in the morning, so we thought all we talked about, you know, and so now to be in mm-hmm. this in this spot uh, to be able to have the opportunity to to be Judah's dad, it's like, okay, this is it. Like this is the good stuff, and you just learn. Yeah. I mean, it's just I feel like I'm in like some sort of doctorate program, which I would absolutely never be, <laughs> and I'm not smart enough to actually go back to school ever again. But like. <laughs> 
<laughs> to be able to like sit with him is just it's the sure, best. Yeah. yeah. What uh what are the biggest surprises for you in these first couple of months? Uh the biggest surprises is like the the uh my my ability to swing um, like emotionally from like f- completely frustrated to be like, oh, that's the cutest noise I've ever heard in my life, you know? <laughs> <laughs> or like, uh, I remember uh, we were back with my family. My, my, I have an older brother. He's got two two little boys. Okay. And uh, we were down there uh, maybe six months ago, a year ago, and he had to change a diaper. And he goes, hey, do you want to you change a diaper? And I was like, you know what, man? I'm good. Like I'm gonna wait until, <laughs> until it's our child. And now, like okay. every time I change a diaper, I'm like I kind of think a little bit about that. But like, you know, there's no hesitation anymore. Yeah. Uh, there's this yeah. there's this weird there's this weird thing where I I am either completely confident as a parent or I feel like I am the least qualified person <laughs> in the whole entire world. And that like that also can change in a matter like in a split second. You know, yeah. like oh, I feel yeah. like I've got a good handle on this. Absolutely not. I do not have a good handle on this. I need some help. Um, yes. But, yep. you know, it's it's been really cool to do this with Sarah and to be, you know, we, you know, in those early days, you know, it was, wasn't a lot of talking because we were tired. But, you know, as we would uh, uh, switch shifts, I would just send her, you know, like a text message of like, hey, you're really good at this. Like, thank you for knowing yeah. what you're doing because I'm completely lost. Uh, I will see you in four hours, you know? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, at least for me, it has. I have yet to feel confident in anything as a parent. Um, yeah. But you're right. There are those little moments where you get those little wins or you do something. You do something right as a dad and you're like, I, I did it. I did it. Well, <laughs> like when he, he, I was holding him earlier today and he was crying and he was crying and I was crying and then he fell asleep and I was like, I would love my medal now. Give me my trophy. <laughs> I did. I am. I am great. I did this. Thanks. You know. I did it. I did it. <laughs> like yeah. I've never felt better about myself, and I've also never felt worse about myself. Like the ability of a child to do that, and I, you know, I think the thing that I'm I am learning, and the thing that I hope I continue to to do is like, I'm just gonna sit with you. And I'm just gonna yeah. be here with you, and we're gonna talk and play and do that thing, and I'm gonna. You know, I want to be a, uh, and I think most parents want to do this too, is they just want to be a present parent. Like, I just want yeah. to be available. You know, like, like what what a gift my parents were just to be available for me when I needed something or needed them or didn't need yeah. anything at all, but just didn't want to sit alone. You know, and I, I yeah. that's, you know, the thing that I'm learning is the is who I want to be as a, as a parent. Um, you know, as, 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 someone who gets to walk with Judah as he continues to grow and mature and mm-hmm. learn um, is just to be present for him and to be available yeah. there. Um, yeah. Always. Yeah. That's yeah. Thank you. Thank you for all of that. Yeah. Uh, Tanner, it has been an absolute pleasure getting to chat with you. Thank uh, you for today. having me. I know Ben's going to be bummed. He wasn't here for this, but I think in, I think we're both sending good thoughts and prayers his way. Uh, yes, for sure. Yeah. Uh, 
you, you had mentioned a little earlier ago about people reaching out to you. How uh, how can they get in touch with you? For sure. Yeah, my uh, my website is written to speak.com, W-R-I-T-T-E-N-T-O-S-P-E-A-K.com. That's where all my that's how you can connect with me. That's where I am on like, you know, Instagram and Facebook, all that kind of stuff. But if anybody has questions about adoption or walking through infertility, like honest, don't, don't be a stranger. It will not be weird if I get a message from you. So, uh, I know I reached out to people as we were navigating things. And as we still are of just like, how do I do this? What steps do I take? Who should I email? You know? So if, if that's you, like, please do not hesitate. I would love, I would love nothing more than to talk with you about this. Great. Yeah. Well, thanks again. I uh, don't mean to put you on the spot here, but we usually end each episode with a dad joke. And I got I none. No, <laughs> I got none. Okay. I'm not, okay. I'm, I'm, so, I, I, uh, I'm more <laughs> of like a conversationalist co- comedy kind of guy. Not necessarily. Here's a here's a dad joke. Uh, That's. Fine. I wish that I had one for you. Do you do you have one? I don't have one today. You know, usually Ben's the one that brings them. <laughs> uh, but uh, what a zing. We, we'll skip it for tonight. <laughs> Yeah, no, no dad joke. I, uh, I I will have I I will be a, a dad joke though as I continue to grow. I will just continue to be just. I feel like I, honestly, I feel like every dad's a joke in some ways. I, on, I I'm gonna wear it as a badge of a badge of honor. Like some dad jokes, oh. some you know, on the spot dad jokes. They're good. They're good. I will I will say my 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 advice for other dads out there. And I don't know if I I'm even allowed yeah, to give yeah. advice. You do, totally are. Let all of your puns be intended. Let all of your puns be intended. Take take pride in them. Speak them with confidence. May all of your puns be intended. <laughs> that is our dad joke for tonight. Thank you, Tanner. Hey, it was so nice to meet you. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Tanner, for joining us for this episode. It's been great uh, getting to chat with you and really appreciate all of your insight. This has been Oops, I've Dadded Again. I'm Matt. And until next time, don't tell mom. Mom.